clarify or to try and move a little bit into more clarity about what I'm trying to say is that when Chazal when Chazal took leave of one another when there was an ending of something and again we encounter endings every moment and the secret of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is learning the secret of Enso where there's no ending and when Chazal would take leave of one another in what appeared to be separation and period based on, on time and space and how we experience life they, the Chazal take their time in Mestachas Brachos which is the Hagdara of what Torah Shabbat is which is Brachos Rosh Tzadik ways to be Meachin more Yehudim ways to reveal Hashem and everything so they came up with different ways of saying goodbye to one another and then one of the Tanayim say that the Bracha that we would give to one another is You should see your world in your days. You should see your world in your days. Now this, this language became a code word. Uh, almost like a code word of the tzaddikim. It's, it's, it's clear as day nowadays because when we see the tzaddikim who talk about this, they're all saying the same exact thing. They're talking about the deepest thing they could possibly say. And, and, and the place that's most clearly for me expressed is in the altar of Slobodka, in Or Tzafun, in Parshas Barashas. And there, there's a keta that talks about being the revelation that I have a chilek of now, of my experience, and I have a chilek of there, of, of Ganeiden. The me in Ganeiden at the very same point. Those parts of me that are not present in my mind, like we said, they surround us, they're makif, it's a chaya, but they're still part of me, which means that I am also operating in a different place. Or in truth, I'm operating in two places at once. It's not two of me, it's two spaces of me at the very same time. It's above and below at once. But we don't have access to it yet. Each person has an oilam, each person has a world. Each person has a Gan Eden, each person has a Gehenim, each person has a Gan Eden Elyon and Tachtoin, and they have a Nahar Dinor, and they have a Reverse Ambation, and they have Yerushalayim, and a Kaidash HaKadashim, and a Chutzlarts, and, and, and the Gvulim of Eretz Yisrael. Ad Soiv Kolayamun. Over the sea, in between the sea. Every person has an entire world within them. And to access one's world in its fullness is to come to realize for a moment. To, to call to, to call Hashem on his joke and say, Rabbi Shalaylam, I'm okay. Everything's fine. You're here. You're real. You're real. It's real. It's real. Uh, it's, it's real is always an amuna. Fine. That's the koyach of amuna. To access, it's real. And each person has the ability to taste that. Oylamecha means see comfort, see satisfaction to a certain degree. Not to chas and think it's the satisfaction to end all desire, because there's always desire above satisfaction. Because there's infinite levels. The only thing that's truly true satisfaction, svia, of true saturation, is the Rabbi Shalom. Everything else is, is yigiya and desire and bittal and yigiya and desire. But this access to the altar of Slobodka says each person has access to their Ganeidan in this world. That even though we say in truth the, the future is then. No, but the joke is that really the future is now. Really everything is right now. And everyone has an access point. Yeah, there's always a future beyond this, but we also have an access point to everything being fixed in this moment. That's the secret. 
And this, this Indian from the altar of Slobodka was so radical that there were Talmidim in the Hamshacha Saderach of Slobodka, right? There was a lot of Shtus de Kedusha and, and Shtik de Kedusha amongst the the um, kedusha amongst the, the 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 way that this idea gets conveyed amongst talmidim and talmidim of talmidim from the base medrash of Slobodka. So they, they said maybe this is a ziyuf. This is a ziyuf. It can't be that the altar of Slobodka wrote this. He didn't say this. It's too. It's too much. It's too. He's revealing too much of the secret kilu. And I had the schus of being with with Rav David Kohn Shlita from Chevron in his office with with some Chevra. And then I asked, someone said, ask a question. And I asked this question. I said, you know, they say this mimer, because the mimer, you know, it's everything. But they say, I've been told, it's not, it's not from the altar of Slobodka. So, so David Kohn Shlita smiled. And he says, it's the, it's, the, it's the ruach, it's the ruach, or the spirit, certainly, the ruach of the altar of Slobodka. And, and what it was, theoretically, was, was written by the altar of Slobodka's Talmud Mufuk, Rav Avram Eli Kaplan, was one of the the Ma'oyre Sador, who passed away young, who was beloved by all of the tzaddikim, who, who, who likely wrote this Maimer of Eilamecha But the secret is, see it. Be okay now, here. After that I've done what, what I need to do, I can feel okay. Hope is, is the access point of drawing that okayness, which is really not here, because right now I feel not okay. Because I'm not, I'm not with my Chaya. Chachma, where Shlemus comes from. I'm only in Bina still. I feel I'm Chaser. Maha Oilam Chaser. If I'm still operant in the world of Bina, then Maha Oilam, what is the world? Chaser, this Chisarum. It's Mayim Nukfan, it's Tsarusa, it's, it's a yearning. And I have to, by, by way of hoping towards and believing in the fact that Rabbi Shalalim, you're here right now and I can have everything right now in this moment. When we hope towards that, hope becomes the vehicle, the mechanism that grabs the future, which is not yet present, and drags it into the present itself, so that a person has been nimshach, the yihiyah, into the hoiva itself. To show that really the hoiva has its own haya hoiva and, and And it's the way that we access Ghanedin in our lives. Now, obviously, everybody, 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 when they hear the Torah, the Balsham Tovah the reaction from everybody, in my humble experience, and all I'm saying is that this is my own humble understanding. Everybody's immediate reaction to these secrets is, but but what if I screw this up? But what if I manipulate this? What what's going to happen when I'm comfortable all day long? What's going to happen when I sit idly by? Kilo, I have nothing to do. I'm good. You know, and we have to first and foremost understand that Shabtai Tzvi Machshamo and his Kasa they should all have Tikkunim Gedolim, right? They come to the world and, and they, they mess things up. These ideas are, are, are difficult. These ideas are intense to believe in. But at the very same point, we have to understand that we have a right to access these ideas. We have a right to be okay for a second. The chances are that if I allow myself to be okay for a second, I'm not going to forget about every ounce of anxiety that keeps my body under duress every day, right? We have to like, we're not going to screw things up. We can't anymore. We're like at the end. We're here. Hashem put us here. He's like asking us to do it. And it has to be that if you're asking me to do it, then I'm going to like fumble my way through it. I'm going to do it the best I can. And we have to trust ourselves enough to know that Hashem Tov didn't come to be matir anything. That Hashem Tov didn't come... To, to allow us to be more lax. The Baal Shem Tov came to teach us one thing and one thing alone, that a person can choose to live their world in their days. And the way we do that is Kivoy. Now, let's read a little bit from the Ramchal, Shusio Genelein. Li Yeshua Kivisi, 
Yeshuascha Kivisi. Reisha Sabriya Batikva. The beginning of existence is rooted in hope. Pasuk says, Yeshuascha Kivisi. It's your, it's towards your salvation that I yearn. Meaning to say, every ounce of yearning is also a yearning towards a redemption. Just as every question is ultimately the question of all questions, which is why Kasha is Rosh Tevos Shema Hashem Koli Ekra, that Hashem, hear me, I'm crying out to you, as Rabbi Nachman says. How? Oh, it's a Kasha in the Gemara, because folded within the unconscious, you know, post-trauma, trauma of everything, every question that we're asking is also the question of all questions, of, you know, of Avayaka, Avaye. And so a person has to transform every question, that's what the Gemara is there for, to, to illuminate the path of Kasha of the secret of Teiko and Tiyufta, of knowing that the Kasha itself is the Kash Vilavenim, the Kash Vilavenim that got us out of Eretz, that got about us Eretz Mitzrayim. The Shoascha Kivisi Reisha Sabriya Batikva, Shakol HaTachtoinim Metzapim Leshifas Elyoinim Ayyidei Tfila Oshir. Everything that we're doing, the only thing that we're doing down here, is in a state of expectation to the flowing forth of, of Hashem, that which is above, through our tefillah or shir. We need to, to want it. Tefillah is predicated on a recognition that, oh my God, I, I come to realize for the millionth time today that I have absolutely no control over anything whatsoever. I'm not in charge. I came to a place that is above me. And the model for tefillah of this sort is David Malka Mashiach. Tehillim is this, right? Tehillim is this, like, it's not a book of winning. It's a book of, like, this is a crisis again. Like, an, another crisis now? My son? Are you kidding me? But each time, David Malka Mashiach transforms it. Each time. I, I live it. I own it. Hashem, you made me this way. I'm, I'm doing my best. What do you expect from me? I have nothing. I'm nothing. I'm not real. I mean, I'm real, but I'm not, like, I'm real. And, and, and when we can access that place of we can access that place of tzipi, of yearning towards something, vanitfila, that's where we realize the only thing we can do is hope. Bereshis bara Eloikim, in the beginning, Akadish Baruch who created the world, the name Eloikim, which represents severity, din, constriction, limitation, symptoms. Ain Reshis Elatikva. This was the Ramchal. The Ramchal writes like it's very you assume the Ramchal is quoting Chazal. Or, or quoting Kadmoinim, but the Ramchal is quoting himself. Like the Ramchal was talk about the Kifus the Kedusha. We should all be zochet to hope. Like the Ramchal is like, like, no, no, no. I'm I'm here and I'm like Rashbi and I'm past Rashbi and I'm here to bring Mashiach also. And so he's darshaning. Ain reishas elatikva. There's no beginning except by way of hope. The only way to open up something new, the only way to access something beyond myself right now, in accordance with where I'm at right now, it's old already. So the only way to bring a chiddush, to have a chiddush in life. Is through tikva itself. Is through hope. Ein hatzimtzum asoi kiim letzapoi sheichnas boykav or ein soif baruchu. The only reason that a kaddish baruchu is mitzam same his or apparently the only reason that Hashem limited the all saturating illumination of or ein soif to the point that there would be no difference and no separation between anything and it would be revealed that a kaddish baruchu is hayahayvaviya koydem abriya achar abriya kamosh hayakoydem abriya. The only purpose for this Simpson, the miracle of Simpson, which is the biggest revelation in all of history. The whole conversation about Simpson, the Leshem says, has been good because it's allowed me to say what I need to say, which is we need to stop thinking of Simpson as the absence of presence, and we have to start thinking of Simpson as the presence of absence. And that changes the entire thing, and then there's no more distinction whatsoever imaginable between the girl and the Baal Shem Tov Leshem says, ah, Simpson is mamish kapshuto. 
The Grun never said such a thing. The Grun never said such a thing. Never, ever. But the Leshem comes along like four generations ago, and he's like the Kamarna in the sense the Kamarna said, My Rebbe's the Balshamtov, the Leshem Shoevachalem said, My Rebbe's the Grun. And comes along the Leshem and he says, Simpsom is Mamish Kapshuto. I hold like the Yoshalevov who doesn't even mean Simpsom Kapshuto. But it's easy for me to say Kapshuto because. What does it even mean, kipshuto or not kipshuto? What is literal and metaphoric anyway? What are you even talking about? What is God? What is in sof? What does infinitude mean? And before you start making these extrapolations about simsum this, simsum that, realize that there's nothing but a Kaddish Baruch. And Mamela, just like we don't have koach to understand anything, we don't have koach to understand the simsum. If we don't have koach to understand the simsum, it's literal. Hashem revealed something for us. He revealed the capacity to be present and grasp Him. Ain hat simsum asa again, but the simsum is also the root of everything that we feel in every moment of our lives. Ain hat simsum asa came letzapish yichnas bekavor in sofbarchu. The only reason that the simsum was made, the void was made, is so that there would be a desire to draw forth a ray of light, the kav. Kav, as we're going to see, comes from the language of hope. It's kivoy. The only thing that we're looking for from the void of our experience in a moment-to-moment, day-to-day experience, whether it's boredom and halavai, it should all be the easiest of easiest things. Right? Nothing. The moment I realize, Hashem, you should give me everything. I deserve everything. Lama nigara. I'm a Pesach Sheni. Lama nigara. I'm Tame Meis. You created a world of Misa. You mean Tame Meis. The whole world is Tame. I can't go in, I can't go out. What do you expect from me? And when we call a Kaddish Baruch Hu out in that place of like Moshe Rabbeinu in us has the capacity to do, to call a Kaddish Baruch Hu out on the farce of it all and say, Rabbeinu we got the joke already. You're here, you're everywhere. We revealed you here already. At that point, all a person is drawing down, the way that we draw down the Kav or in Sof is through hope itself. This is what the Arizal means, says the Ramchal. When the kav comes back down, it means that there's, it's through hope and desire, and it is more hope and desire. Ahamshachas elokus, as Rabbi Nassim says, what's hamshachas hamoichin? What's moichin? What are we doing? Moichin is hasagas elokus. I now know or believe a little bit more in HaKadosh Baruch Hu than I did a moment before, thereby my life is, is a little bit less chaotic and random and powerless. A little bit more, a tiny bit more, but that changes everything. Any ounce of new hasaga reorients and reviews every moment of my conscious awareness. I have to now look and retroactively it happens naturally because this is how memory is formed, it's retroactive. When I have a new hasaga, every ounce of my past experiences are loosened through the new hasaga salakus. Of in Paragvav Oschas of 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 says exactly this that the Koyach of Chuva is the radical secret of of a present moment influencing the actual reality of the past to the point that the experience has changed. It's like backwards hope. It's where I'm hopeful right now and I connect myself back to something that has already happened and through the charata itself, I'm mahapich, that inyan, from a choyva into a schus. Which is why so much of what we need to learn how to do is to breathe, to allow memories to dissipate and to process themselves. says the Ramchal. Come and see. Kol nivru this is what every tzaddik is ever coming to teach us. Everything is created imperfectly. Right? Like, first and foremost, right? Any uh, Other people, our cousins say, the world was perfect and then it broke and now we have to suffer for it to return back to perfection. The tzaddikim and the Torah is like, no. 
that's silly and that's kfira because the only thing that's perfect is a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Things are deliberately imperfect. What was the secret that the Arizal discovered? Simsum and Shvira Sakelem. Like, ah, oh, you know, Taka, like, this was created by way of negative energy somehow, which explains why things are the way they are. And, and everything is created imperfectly. And again, I, I, I know I'm on tangents of tangents, but this is the most important thing in the world, to learn how to accept our own imperfections. This is the secret of tefillah. Shana'amar, as it says, Asher bara Eloikim la'asos. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world la'asos, in order for the human being to engage in themselves. Self-creation. Autogenesis, emerging out of ourselves a little bit more at each and every moment, radically discovering a nace in our own mind, like, really? I could have gotten through that? I got through that? A moment ago, I didn't think I could get through that. I couldn't do it anymore. And I pushed forward. I did a little bit more. I did the oid ma'at ve'in rasha. I did a little bit more, a tiny bit more, or what the Rebbe Rashab says, ad ve'ad bechlal. I went there. I did what I couldn't do. Hashem, that's why He created us, to, to create ourselves. To come to recognize that all I am is 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 the light of a Baruch Hu that is that is creating me and through me. Hashem created us imperfectly. Why? So that the next step of awareness would be the desire to draw down some form of perfection from a Baruch Hu. Not that we become perfect, but we come to recognize that the reason I'm imperfect is because there's only one perfect thing, which is a Baruch Hu. And at that moment, our chisarun is nichlal within the shleimus itself, as Rav Avraham and the Rebbe brings this down very often, taught the secret of chatsi v'shalim, that a yid has to be chatsi and shalim at the same time, broken and whole at the same time. I have to fill myself either through hope, keep my oba my sentovim, or good deeds, actions, chasadim, being a person people can rely on, a reliable person in this world. Oba tefila, oba shir. Hashchina yatsa mitchila bilti mushlemes. Hashem's presence in this world emerged deficient prior. Deliberately. This is why in the creation, the beginning of creation, it was Eloikim, it was Din, specifically Din. Which is why the first awareness of godly experience is the recognition of distance to one degree or another. Yuras Hashem, like, oh my God, am I far. Not an oh my, I'm far because I did this. No, for, nobody's guilty. We, we say it at the holiest time of the year, at the most serious time of the year, where we're most afraid of punishment and all of that stuff. We say, we're all, we're all accidental here. And then we could go into Yom Kippur with the whole play of Yom Kippur, where we're just kind of like the Kohen Gadol and all of the avoidance to distract everyone else from what's going on. The, the Inyanim Hashem has to work out with reality. But Kikola Ambeshkaga. That's Yira Tzachem. In Yira Elibat Neisha Misha Tzarechlo. Yira comes from the fact that I need something. Misha Eino Tzarechla Acherim. And someone who doesn't need anybody else or anything else. Eino Yira Mimenu. Right? We spend a lot of times trying to kind of live in that space. So I don't need anybody. So I'm not afraid of anybody. When in truth we're terrified of everything. Because we feel we're afraid of ever asking for help for something. Reish is Chachma Samaatzil Baruch The emergence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Chachma into existence. Ulasos Hayira to create the possibility of Yira of a sense of lack within the person. Shehu Hatikva LeElyonim, which in and of itself is the natural desire for that which is above me. V'zeh Hashem Hu Elikim, which means that Elikim, the Chisaron that Hashem has created, my need to yearn for something is the very drawing down of the thing that I'm yearning for. Mamish Kiakol Echad, because everything is one. But first and foremost, Hashem wanted to create a sense of deprivation, of not having something, so that in the next moment we would learn to yearn for HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem. So on a practical level, before we go to a nigun, 
On a practical level, what this means is that I'm supposed to feel chaser. That's the way it's supposed to be. I have to first and foremost accept that and stop pretending to run from it with all of the, the failures. There's nothing that fills it. This is the wisdom that one can learn from people in recovery, is that there is no substance in the world that can provide the shlemus that a person is looking for. And substance means an idea, substance means an action, an action substance means a behavior. I worked in St. Louis in a, in a non-Jewish rehab for 10 years, teaching Hasidus in my own way, and my mentor, Wes, who was a Heiliger person, who was in recovery for 11 months, he was sober from his, his severe alcoholism. And he was ready to relapse. He had a full coast of uh, yayin male, of, of vodka in his big gold cup, and he heard the clinking of the, of the ice cubes, which was his king trigger. And he had his, he had his, uh, his, his spiritual experience. He had a saga to one degree or another. What was this saga? What did the voice say? It says, you silly person, Wes, there's not enough vodka in the world to satisfy you. There's not enough vodka in the world to make you feel the way you want to feel. And when a person comes to the recognition that, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to feel perfect. Maybe I'm not supposed to remove this sense of desire completely from me. At that, pers- at that point, a person learns the secret of hoping for something and tolerating the deficiency for a moment as well, Bezra Sashem. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>